Hi there, and welcome into your Inclination Life podcast with Coach Lady Tamil here, where I talk about positive living via simple truths. Can I just say it has been a while? Let me tell you, I did not record a podcast at all in 2020. I thought that I had at least recorded something, but when I look back, it was 2019 was the last time. And as a matter of fact, I believe it was in the month of September. So it has been literally a year and a quarter since you have heard my voice via podcast. So I want to say to those of you that were faithful listeners that um, my apologies, but life happens. And I want to say to those of you that are listening to me for the first time, welcome in. And let me start this conversation off with letting you know that I am a believer and I have faith all throughout my conversation. So I just want to lace it with that. But believe me, there's a reason why I call it positive living via what? Simple truths, because I believe in speaking to you in a way that you can receive. And so I just want to say welcome back. Welcome back on this first day of the year of 2021. I was sitting here and as I am muttering over some few things and getting some last details ready so that I can begin the, um, you know, the ink planning. That's what I call it because I've been doing a lot of pencil planning where I've been looking at some things and re re um, re-looking at some things and reevaluating. But now I'm ready to put some things in ink and proceed forward what God has given me. And so one of the things that I was looking at is how can I purge? And that's a whole nother good discussion to talk about, you know, just being effective in our lives. So I wanted to, I was going to think about getting rid of the podcast, but then a still small voice, and you know who that is, told me, no, just proceed with wisdom. And that means don't, don't overdo it. Don't overcommit. So I won't say when I'll show up, but just know that I'm going to be showing up this year. 10 times 100% more than I showed up last year. So first of all, welcome back and thank you. But today I want to have a conversation with you totally off my life on last year. And I believe it's a place that some people may be in today, or you may be on the other side of this thing and you can really, really get with what it is that I'm talking about. And I want to talk about when God redirects you. So when you look up the official definition of redirect, it means to direct something to a new or different place or purpose. I want to say that again. To redirect means to direct something to a new or different place or purpose. And when I think about God on today, I would want to say to redirect means God directs us to a new or different place or purpose. How many of you is that you on today that God you know for a fact that God used 2020 to redirect you. I know that God did it for me and I'm going to tell you how. One of the things that I recognized in last year is that I came into it. Now, I am a big goal person. I'm a big vision person. And I mean, all out. I do the vision boards. I have the notebooks. I have my planner. I have the different color pens for those little special moments. I have the stickies, which I absolutely never use, but for some reason, I just like to have them on hand. And I had my year set. As a matter of fact, my husband and I are in ministry together for those of you that don't know that. And one of the things I, I, our slogan last year was 2020 is going to be the year of planning. The planning, uh, it was the year of planning for 2020. I forgot how the slogan went, but whatever it was, we were expecting 
big things in 2020. It was a going thing. Every believer that I talked to was so excited for 2020 to come. They were like, God is going to do something miraculous in this year. He is going to blow our minds. And I was with it. I was believing it. I felt it in my spirit. I was like, this is going to be a different kind of year. I don't know what God's going to do, but it's going to be a different kind of year. And then as the year proceeded, I began my first quarter in routine. And when I say in routine, it wasn't that I didn't come in with a fresh mindset and a fresh focus and all those things that's necessary to start you out in a new year. But I did come into it with routine in the sense that there were things that I had been doing for the last few years that I was going to continue. There were things that I had been doing that I may have like lacked some consistency in. So I was going to pick those things back up and be better at it this year, God. And I was going to stick to my calendar and I'm going to stick to my goals. And I've got some things that's been on my vision board for a while, God, and they're still there. And this is the year that they're going to happen. And then around March, and I'm going to say mid-March because I don't know the exact day that your life changed, but that was like mid-March was the day that my life changed. And I didn't even realize how much my life was going to change at first because I was one of those people that when I first started hearing about things that the pandemic in 2020, it was like it did not become reality to me. I was still, even though the cars were becoming less on the streets, more stores were closing, it took me actually driving up into a shopping center and seeing all of the stores closed on midday Saturday with one store open saying that they were closing in like a couple hours for me to realize this thing is real. So with that being said, I've got to bring you up to that place and where I was in my life, in my walk, and everything else. So many of you probably already figured out I'm sold out for God and so sold out for however God wants to use me in life. And sometimes when you're like that, you can become the type of person that whatever you end up getting plopped down into, you don't always approach it with like, God, is this part of what I should be doing? God, is this part of my your plan for my life? Because anytime that it has God on it, you just automatically say, okay, this must be something that I'm supposed to be a part of. Now, I want to tell you that I've been get, getting free from that for some time now. So I definitely wasn't where I was in years past, but I was still in a place where I was feeling suffocated. And I had myself in some places Not only did I have myself in some places, but there were some situations that were out of my control that had me in places where I was serving God and serving his people, but it was suffocating me. Has anybody ever been there? I mean, can you be real on the day right there in your car or on your phone or in your house or wherever it is where you don't have an audience where you can be real and you can say, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know what it's like to serve and to feel like I'm suffocating, to be feel like I'm serving God's purpose, but I'm suffocating. And I was in a position where I was like, God, I do not know how to get out of this situation, but I am suffocating. And I've been here at a few places in life, so I know exactly where I was. I've been in positions where situations, life situations have brought me to a place where I didn't know whether to turn left or right. I didn't know whether to move. I didn't know where to shake. So all I did was stood still and called on the name of Jesus. Have you ever been there? Have you ever been in such a situation where you said, I just don't know what to do, God. I know I'm supposed to be doing something, but I don't know what to do. So one of the things that my prayer was in that time was that I needed to exhale. And how many of you know that no matter what you pray to God, 
no matter how big it is, no matter how small it is, that God hears you. That is one of the things you got to do when you go praying to God. You must first believe that he is and you've got to believe that God hears your prayers. And so whether you utter those things out, whether there is something that's in your mind, God hears your prayers. I need to say that again for somebody on today, that God hears your prayers. And I was praying to be released. I was praying for it. I wasn't like, God, I'll, I'll just take me away from everything that I'm doing. But I was like, God, I need to exhale and I'm not able to exhale. I'm getting suffocated in this situation and nobody seems to either see it, care about it, understand it. Because as long as it's servicing them, how many of you, how many of you been there with me? As long as it's servicing them, they will allow it to keep going. So fast forward to where I was in March and me not recognizing fully what was going on. And I got to a place where we, you know, we all experienced a shutdown. And when the shutdown happened, it did not take me long to see that one of the things that was happening for me, because I know all of us had different experiences, but the experience for me was God was answering my prayer in that moment. God was like, this is your moment to exhale. This is your moment to release. You didn't ask me to stop serving me. You didn't ask me to stop serving my people. You just were trying to figure out how could you exhale in the midst of it all. And in the pandemic, he allowed me to exhale because he allowed me to do ministry from a different position, from a different place. He allowed me to be in a space where I could breathe again, where I could breathe again. And I don't know how to say that I, I, in the physical, in the spiritual, every in my soul to breathe again, to exhale again. Have you ever been in that place where God has allowed you to breathe again? It's like somebody put gave you oxygen and you immediately felt it. And that's where I was God gave me air to breathe again and as I got down through the year all those goals that I had all those visions that I had I started getting a little frustrated towards the end the last quarter of last year and the reason I started getting frustrated because as I began to look back over the months I recognized that all those things that I have written down now God let me do a few of them but a lot of those things that I have written down a lot of those things that I was so gung-ho that I was gonna do a lot of those things that I was like I wasn't consistent in the last year but God I'm gonna do it guess what I still didn't do it and I was a little frustrated until I start coming on the very back end of the year and God allowed me to do something which we all should do. And that is reflect, look at it, rise up out of, out of your situation. I know you may be saying on today, how can I rise up out of my situation and look at it? But you've got to rise above your life and look at really what's going on. Because if you look at it from where you're sitting at in it, oftentimes it's with a clouded view. But if you can just rise up and say, God, let me see this thing through your eyes. And when I look back, I saw that, yes, I was not able to do a lot of things that I was doing, but there were some things that I was able to do that I would have never been able to do if God had to let me keep going in the routine and the way of life that I was going on. And there's somebody on the day that understands what I'm talking about. You understand that when God redirected you because he stepped into the midst of your routine, he stepped into your schedule and he allowed life to happen to you to the point that it totally, it might've knocked you off your feet it might have took the wind out of you. It might have shut down your goal list and your vision. It might have shut down your schedule, but it was what you needed in that time. And can I tell you on the day that that was what I needed in that time? I needed God to redirect me because every time that I tried to go back to my list and my schedule and my, my vision and everything, 
it didn't work. It was like, this is just not working. It's just not flowing. But it was because God's like, I'm trying to get something new to you. And I don't need you to touch that right now. I don't need you to bother that right now. I need you to trust me. I need you to trust this process. So fast forward throughout the summer, I began to minister more in the word than I had been throughout the years uh, because there were added things onto my schedule due to the pandemic. And with that, I, my hunger, I've always had a hunger to see people live out the word of God, but that hunger, it is strengthened to the point that I was like, I want a greater revelation, God, when I get into your word, I want to chew on this word and digest it to the point that when I bring it back forth, I can deliver it in a way where it can be understood and it can be applied, where is applicable to the time that people are living in today. And that took staying in the word, that took other tools that were centered around it. It took investment into that aspect of my life. It took time, which meant that I couldn't go do my to-do list during that time, but I had to trust God's process. And when I came out on the other side of this thing, there was a message that my husband and I talked about a few weeks ago. And in that we were discussing Joseph, Jesus's earthly father. And we were talking about how Joseph was always given direction in dreams. And those, those dreams gave him direction and those dreams gave him protection. And there was a key one that we said, those dreams gave him redirection. And I believe that God know he didn't come and talk to me in a dream, but God answered my prayer but the prayer got answered and it allowed me to be redirected. See, I was praying to come up out of one thing, but God says, I'm going to use this situation. I'm going to, I'm going to use the answer to your prayer to cause you to be redirected and place you in a different place. Now, what, what has God given me? I said, I said earlier that the definition of redirection was to direct us to something new or diff, a different place or purpose. Well, God has given me new mindset. He's given me new focus and he's given me new vision. Now, when you think about a navigation system on today, you put the address into where you're going. So you know where you're headed. You've got the name of the place. You've got the address of the place. You know where you're headed. You know what side of town it's on. You know where city and state is in. You just may not know all the routes to get there. And so you depend on that navigation to get you to the best route. And oftentimes that navigation system will start out and all of a sudden, whether you pass a turn or whether there's something up ahead and the navigation will redirect you to a place. And a lot of times I, I, I shared this in our message when we know where we're going and we we're like, this thing is taking me off course. It's taking me a crazy way. I, I'm not going to listen to this. I'm going to keep going. We don't listen to the navigation. And a lot of times God has sent us on a direction, but he says, it's time to redirect you because I'm redirecting you to a different place. I'm, I'm redirecting you to the new in your life. I'm redirecting you to the new purpose. See, the destination has not changed, but you, you got your eyes so set on what you thought it was that you're missing out what God says that it is. And so when Joe, when God redirected Joseph, he redirected Joseph for his protection, but it ultimately being the been became the place that we know Jesus to be from, which is out of Nazareth. And when we look at this on today, when I look at my life on today, when I look at how God redirected me, I can say that if I had kept going, I would have missed out on the growth spot that I needed for 
my audience, for the people that God was going to allow me to minister to, for the things that God was going to allow me to do, because I had the instructions. I had the, the destination. I, I put the input and I was on my way and that was working. But God says, I need to redirect you because I've got something new to add into this. And for me, that was mindset, focus and vision. But I want to tell you in your life on today that the redirection it may not have looked like it looked for me. See, for me, it was a break that caused me to funnel into other things. But sometimes for others, it's a break. Literally, life brings you to a place where you feel like you are shattered. But I know one that can pick up every single piece and bring it back together to create something so beautiful that it has new purpose, that it has a new place that it that, that it is in life. I know a God that can take when we are in seasons of mourning, he can turn those things around and bring them joy that sets us on a new course in life that brings us back forward with a new countenance. And so I want to encourage you on today that my testimony or my story or my experience in last year, if you can parallel it or if you can find that space where you stand in the redirection, I want to tell you that when God redirects you, don't approach it with kicking and screaming. Don't approach it with God. This is going to take me the long way. God, don't you see them going ahead? Why can't I go? They're going that direction. Because if God redirects you, there's a purpose in it. If God redirects you, it's a part of his plan for who? For your life. And when God redirects you, it is the best space, the best place that you can be in. You are in the one's hand who is not going to let anything cause you harm. You are in the hands of the master who is, if, who, if he's declared a thing over your life, it shall be, it shall come to pass. Our job is to be obedient and to follow the course. And one thing that I've learned in redirecting seasons is it's okay to stand still and not know what to do. It's okay to say, God, what am I supposed to learn in this process? It's okay to approach it with joy. Because when he redirects you, there should be an anticipation there. There's going to come a place in this thing where he's going to say, yes, I've caused you to pause or I've caused you to go a longer route. But there's going to be a place where I'm going to tell you to resume. And the same place that I told you you were going to be in before is the same place that you're going to end up in the end. And so I hope that this has encouraged you on today. For the one that's being redirected, don't be discouraged on today. God knows exactly what it is that he's doing. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope you'll come back again as we have another conversation about positive living via simple truths here with Coach Lady Tamil on the Inclination Life podcast. Until next time. Thank you.